Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of One Verse. My name is Katie and I will be your host. I'm really excited about this week's verse. I know I've probably said that the past two weeks, but I just get excited when I feel moved to share things like this and I really hope that it's touching at least one person. That is just my goal to spread God's love and his glory and his honor and just make disciples out of men. So without further ado, we'll jump right into this week's episode. This week's verse is going to be found in Exodus 14:14. 14, 14. It reads, "The Lord will fight for you. You just keep still." This verse is incredible. Um, I did not realize the power behind it until I understood the backstory of it as well. The literal meaning of Exodus is a going out, a departure usually of a large number of people. So this verse takes place when Moses is leading the Israelites out of Egypt. At this moment when the verse is said, we have the Israelites behind Moses. We are getting out of there. We are not going to be slaves to Egyptians anymore. You know, they got that fire in them. They're ready to go. They're escaping. So in front of them is the Red Sea. And then they look behind them and they have the Egyptian army and the Pharaoh on their heels. And now they're looking forward and there's a sea behind them. There is this army trying to kill them and panic sets in. The Israelites are freaking out. They don't know what to do. All they see is death for their future. They're either looking towards them like, all right, we're going to swim it out and hope we don't drown or be eaten by anything. And then they look behind them and there's people trying to kill them, literally coming to murder them. And they are stuck. They don't know what to do. They have nowhere to go in a very literal sense. They can't move forward. They can't move backward. And they're looking towards Moses like, what in the heck, man? What did you do? Like, we would have rather just been slaves to them. We would have rather died there in enslavement than out in this desert or in the sea. I mean, they are livid. They are in panic. They don't know what to do. They don't know where to go. And they're blaming it now on Moses. I mean, this guy was supposed to lead us out of slavery and this captivity. And now it looks like he's leading us to our death. So needless to say, a frenzy of panic has set in at this point. But do you know who is not panicked? Moses. At this point... Moses is standing there and he sees what is before him and what is behind him and what they are facing and the Israelites are facing as well. And Moses is a prophet and his prophecy was, the Lord will fight for you, you just keep still. And that is the moment where he raised his staff and the Red Sea had parted and gave them dry land to walk on to complete the exodus, to get out of the captivity of the Pharaoh. And it is with Moses's belief, his trust in God, his determination, and his firm heart. And then also, obviously, God just being this obedient, amazing God and knowing what the plan was. God saw that this was going to happen before Moses did, before anyone did. He knew that 
the Israelites were going to come to this crossing point, that they were going to come to this T where they just had no way to get out. And God rescues them. And Moses tells them, the Lord is going to fight for us, y'all. Like he's going, we are God's people. He's going to fight for us. We just need to be still. And taking in this verse personally means so much. I want to fix things and I want to fix them now. Things that are out of my control. Things that sometimes have nothing to do with me. Things with my job and with my relationships and with my family and with my finances. And I just want to be in control because then if I'm in control, there's no surprises or anything like that. And I just want to fix it. And instead of putting that burden on myself, putting that stress on myself, I just need to be still. God is here for me and this battle is not my own. I am here to serve God. I am here to love people like Jesus loved people. And I am here to obey. And I see here in the Old Testament talking about the Exodus and this verse just stuck out to me. There are so many times that I have disobeyed this verse in and of itself because I want to do things my way. And I think that is just humanistic nature. We want to take things into our own hands. We want to get things done our way. I mean, how many times have we said the saying, like, if you want to do it right, just do it yourself. And it's like, no, that's that's actually not it at all. We just need to be still. Be still, be patient, and trust that God is fighting this battle. We know what the end of the story is. We know it. It's already been told to us. At the end, Jesus wins. He comes back. He saves us. We are going to heaven. This life is temporary. We are here. And while we're here, our duty is to make disciples of men, to bring people to Jesus, to love God. That's our purpose on this earth. So we can celebrate that later in eternal life. And until we understand that, and until we truly trust and believe that, I think that we struggle a lot with control and not being still. After reading this verse and studying the background of it, I like to call this predicament that Israelites saw themselves in as a Red Sea moment. I have had many Red Sea moments. And where I know I sin often is with my tongue. I can be so brutally hurtful with just my words and have a heart of vengeance and revenge and just this like this hurt that I harbor because when I'm hurting, I want to hurt other people and I want them to know that they hurt me. And this turns into a snowball effect of problems ongoing. It can turn into different stories and lies and division and just a snowball effect of sin. And nothing good comes from that. And if I would just really be still and trust and lean on God, he will fight this for me. We are all going through battles some way, somehow, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, we are in a constant battle. The world, this world we live in is not our home. This is our temporary dwelling. And 
this isn't our forever. And that is amazing. That feels so good because this world is so broken. It's so divided. Um, it's so scarred from sin and it just seems to continue. But it's so refreshing to know that this isn't the end of our story. This isn't the end of our book. We just need to be still and let God fight for us. I would love to know what your Red Sea moment is. What is that moment for you where all you need is divine intervention? I currently am going through a Red Sea moment. I cannot look behind me. I cannot go back. That is not an option. Looking ahead, I have this huge sea. It is very unsure. It's very scary. Um, Fear of the unknown. But I'm going to be still and I'm going to let God fight it because I know that he will part the sea for me so I can walk on dry land safely. But I know in this moment that I just need to be still and let God do his thing. And it's because I trust him and I loved him and he has never failed me. I know a lot of us are not going to want to hear this, but some of our Red Sea moments are from our own doing. They're kind of our own consequences for doing things our way. And then we get stuck in this Red Sea moment. You know, you have nowhere to go. You have nowhere to turn. And that's when you just need to hit your knees and surrender and be still. Your Red Sea moment may not be as big as the Israelites, where you have a pharaoh and a very angry army behind you trying to kill you and you have this unbearing sea in front of you and there just doesn't look physically like any way out. I'm not saying that your Red Sea moment has to be something that drastic. Your Red Sea moment is anything that gets you in a place where you feel like you have nowhere to go and that you're spiraling out of control. And we can feel this in so many ways. We can have Red Sea moments at school. We can have it in sports. We can have it you know, in, in our work area, in our relationships, in our families, these Red Sea moments are often, and that's okay. Because if we just be still, just calm down, shut your mouth, pray, listen to God, he will figure it out. I mean, we, what, how encouraging, how great of a weight is that lifted off your shoulders to know that this battle is won. It is done. I mean, it is, it's already said, like I said, we know the ending to the book. This isn't, you know, some type of suspenseful novel. We know what the ending is. Our Lord and Savior is coming back. He is coming back. He died for our sins. And we are going to live the most joyous life in heaven and experience that true joy, true happiness, true healing. There will be no hurt. There will be no pain. Like, I cannot wait for being a 30-year-old woman who has been in pain for 15 years of my life in a chronic pain to know that one day that that's going to go away, that this is just temporary. (sighs) It just brings a sigh of relief. So my challenge for you this week is when you are facing your Red Sea moments, I thank you for remembering Exodus 14, 14. I thank you for remembering that the Lord is going to fight for you. You just need to be still. 
I'm going to end this episode in prayer as always. And guys, if you have any verses you would like to submit, um, any questions, comments, concerns, follow-ups, prayer requests, anything like that, please feel free to like, subscribe, um, leave reviews. I would love hearing back from you. This podcast has officially hit Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's pretty much anywhere that you can listen to a podcast episode. It is on one of those platforms. I'm just so excited that I can reach a few people when it comes to God. And like I said, if it's just, you know, reaching that one, because I wished that I could have been that one, you know, when I was younger. So that is my goal, just to give all the glory back to God. But we are going to end in prayer here, okay, over Exodus 14, 14. Dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you for this amazing journey that I am on right now for you, God, that I can spend my time studying your word, not just reading it, but studying it. And when you start studying it, you can start applying it. And when you can start applying it, you can start spreading it. And God, I am so, so thankful that I am able to use this platform for your glory, that I can reach to young adults and teenagers and I mean just anyone and just remind them that we make it as complicated as we want to. You are God, you love us, you want the best for us and we just need to obey. And God, I really, really lift up my friends, my family, and a few of my coworkers who currently are facing their Red Sea moments where they don't know where to go, they don't know what to do, they are overwhelmed, they're panicking, they're stressing, God. I thank you for filling their hearts with Exodus 14, 14, that you will fight for them and they just need to be still. God, I thank you for letting your people be still, getting the best out of you, winning this battle that we know has already been won and I can't wait to celebrate all together. So I thank you for all of these things in the name of your precious and sweet, sweet son, Christ Jesus, I pray. Amen.